Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Championship Bow Hunting. I'm Phil Mendoza, and today's episode in your tips from the pro shop, um, we were calling it shop talk, but I'm going to kind of shift away from that to, to tips from the pro shop. That's what we've kind of been doing in the past, so we're going to stick with that instead of changing up too many things here. I um, want to start off this episode by saying... Thank you to our partner for this episode, and that's Hamsky Archery Solutions. Make sure you check out the new Hybrid Pro and Hybrid Hunter uh, Rest at HamskyArchery.com. So uh, the theme for the week, because we're going to actually release an episode every day this week, and <clears throat> continuing with that shorter, to- or shorter session, one topic, um, this whole week we're going to talk on the subject of motivation and staying motivated and having the right mindset uh, in the off season, I mean, this this episode when you hear it, it's it's going to be middle of January. There's going to be some people that may have already fallen off the wagon from their their New Year's resolutions, but you know, uh, staying in tune, staying prepared and focused all all se- off season, so you're ready for the season is important. So I'm going to start off with a, a special guest. We had him on the last episode. And um, for good reason, I'm going to bring him back on to get us started with this week's ep- uh, series, and that is Dan Staten. Uh, welcome, Dan. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. <laughs> so, you know, you're you're no stranger to, um, you know, the, the whole topic of of motivation. I mean, what you do in, in your in your box is essentially, you know, keeping people motivated, keeping them, you know, changing things up, and uh, helping people to stay in tune in their game. So. I, f- I felt you were a great person to start this this week's topic off with, and um, what what are your thoughts on that, man? How how it's difficult for many people, but what does Dan do? I mean, what do you do to stay in tune um, in the off season to to really stay focused? Yeah, uh, what do I do to stay focused? Well, I don't let my goals fade out. I don't ever lose sight of what I'm trying to do, and uh, for many of us. That's that different, you know, that can be really different. But for a lot of us, it's, it's you know, our time in the field in the fall, everything kind of is one big crescendo leading up to September or August or October, but a particular hunt or some hunts that you have lined up and and not losing sight of, of basically what, uh, what that entails as far as being in maybe the backcountry or, or being uncomfortable, being cold being tired, being fatigued, uh, and with bow hunting, all the ups and downs going from zero to hero in two seconds, you know, it all can change at any time. So trying to just keep that in the back of your mind at all times that, you know, you are, everything you do is leading up to this one big event. And uh, I've said it before, I really believe separation is in the preparation, especially when it comes to what I do and what a lot of you guys do, which is mostly over the counter tags and probably over hunted low density animal units cutting your teeth trying to notch a tag and fill a freezer. Right. And, and you know, you touched on something there that you know the the setting goals is that that's what that's what I kinda lean back on and and personally, you know, I, I try to keep my my workout journal slash shooting journal updated as regularly as I can and at the end of that daily log you know what like last year for example perfect example I drew my sheep tag you know uh, you know eight plus years in the making 
of applying for that tag. And at the bottom of every day when I get done shooting and writing what I'd shot or working out, I had on the bottom there, I will fill my sheep tag. You know, <laughs> that was my goal. And that was, I was ingraining it in my mind every day. So it wasn't, it was never, when I walked on that, the mountain, it was never a thought of, man, I hope I can tag out. No, I knew I was ready and I was going to tag out. And it was just that little bit of every day just reassuring myself. <clears throat> so that, yeah, that was like, one of my kind of little keys. What, what do you, what, you know, yeah, go ahead. What do you, uh, what do you like suggest? What you, what said, you try? I just like what you said there. It's, you know, you manifested your own destiny. It's self-fulfilling prophecy. You told yourself what you were going to do and you reminded yourself daily. Uh, you wrote things down. Part of writing goals is, uh, is, um, basically knowing the small goals that lead up to the big goals. So the small steps along the way that are going to lead up to the big picture. Um, obviously your goal was to, you know, harvest a sheep with your bow, but there was very many small goals along the way that led to that outcome, such as your shooting process, whether it be daily or weekly, your training process daily or weekly, and your nutrition over the course of, you know, three months, six months, whatever, whenever you found out that you got the great news, you had the tag to where you stepped foot into the field. So writing down your goals is, is important, not only the small ones, but the big picture, and then setting those checkpoints along the way as far as, okay, when I get to this point, this is how tight my groups need to be. This is how good my setup needs to be. This is where my fitness levels need to be. The more specific, the better. And you have to have checkpoints, and you are going to have failures along the way. Failure is not a bad thing. It's a tool to succeed, and we learn from our mistakes. And I think bow hunters know that more than anybody. We make more mistakes than we have successes, but we – I think I told you this in the last podcast. It's never a mistake unless you do it twice. Um, but you have to just get those checkpoints, celebrate those small victories, have fun, don't burn out, and, and, and do anything you can to stay motivated, whether it's just listening to the podcast or – reading some motivational material, watching videos on YouTube. Now, there's so many ways to stay motivated. I like I like advertising my goals. I like telling people um, exactly what I'm out to do, and it puts a little bit of positive pressure on you to obtain those goals. Um, also, if you have, you know, a good small cohort or trustworthy peers alongside that can help support your goals, including your spouse and your friends and family, let them know what you're out to do and, and get them behind you, pushing you towards that direction. That's it, man. And and like you said, there's, you know, part of, you know, I've read a lot of, uh, read and audio booked a lot of motivational type books or uh, self-improvement books as, as, as addition to uh, other, you know, business things. But it some of the books I've read have really broken down teaching you how to identify goals, figure out how to best achieve those goals. And like you said, the small uh, goals that you, you, you achieve along the way to a big goal are important. <clears throat> the other thing is, is when you sit down, and, and I'll go over this on another podcast, just specifically on this one topic, how to, how to outline goals and, and uh, set yourself up for success. Because there's a lot of things along the way that can make, that trip you up. And whether, like you said, it's watching a video. <clears throat> you know, I like the YouTube stuff, those little motivational clips that people put together with the, the music and the different voiceovers from different successful people and people working out. I mean, I get up on that stuff, you know. I, I really do. And it's sometimes that's all you need in the morning. It's like, man, you know, the alarm goes off and you got to drag yourself out of bed. And I'll be doing my morning routine and I'll flip on one of those little three-minute motivational videos and you start hearing Rocky in the in the background and getting getting all excited, you know. So... That's something I try, but 
um, you being in that goal of a teacher and and having the people in your gym, are you are you having to kind of rah rah people a lot, or is it just you, what you implement into your structure as as a coach that you just kind of build things into to keep keep variety or keep uh, keep things fresh? Yeah, uh, as a coach, that's definitely one of my large responsibilities. Uh, you know, there's a couple types of people. Uh, when you step into a room, there's a person that brings the energy in the room down. When you step into a room, there's a type of person that doesn't change the energy. And then there's a type of person that steps in the room and you immediately feel the energy increase. And that latter is what I, I strive to be, someone who can change the game when they walk in the door, elevate the energy and the atmosphere and provide an environment where you want to succeed. Success breeds success and that it's contagious. And uh, that's that's definitely like what I strive and that's on my radar every day that I show up to work. That's yeah, that's, that's it, man. That's great. And I, I agree with you with, like you said, those three different people, because you, you see that in all, all walks of life, not necessarily just when you're, you know, on the fitness side of things, you, you see people like that everywhere. And, uh, I mean, it, it is what it is, but, um, so let so we're talking right now, this, this episode is middle of January, uh, new year's kind of, People are are hitting their their you know they're trying to outline their new goals and and get ready for the year. What what's what's Dan doing right now different than last year, or what is he what what are you implementing for uh, for success to to make you yourself as successful as you can be here this 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 current year? Okay, yeah, it's um, a great question. Probably can't touch on everything, but I would say in general, I've learned about myself over the years that uh, I do way better when I have competition, and that includes. Um, I can pertain it to hunting. If, if I'm going to hunt over the counter unit with a bunch of other hunters, I will set my game up. I will wake up earlier or I won't sleep. I will do whatever it takes to find the next bull the next day that I'm going to hunt. Uh, I'm going to go further. I'm going to go deeper. Uh, you know what I mean? So competition brings out the best in Dan State. And I think it brings out the best in most people, especially on the workout floor. I refuse to work out by myself. I do CrossFit with other people. And there's friendly camaraderie, but hey, when it's three, two, one, go, I'm trying to win that workout, and I'll push harder, and I'll go deeper to the pain cave, and that will bring about itself a whole new level of mental toughness, getting used to adversity, and uh, and becoming just a better man, stronger, fitness-wise and mental toughness-wise, which is parallel to bow hunting and backcountry and mountains and against Mother Nature all that. So I would say looking to maintain a competitive environment, whether it be um, training, nutrition, hunting, and in a friendly way, you know, we as hunters can get kind of mean towards each other. Sometimes we're our own worst enemies with our egos, but a friendly competitive environment and, and positive people in your life, that's really, really important. For me, the biggest thing that I want to focus on in 2016 besides all the training and the scouting and applying for tags is I just want to become a better archer. And for me, that's probably going to mean more time working on my shot execution. And, and I'm actually thinking about switching to a thumb. This is technical, but I'm thinking about switching to a thumb trigger uh, Uh for hunting. I've never really liked the idea of having a clip on with a thumb and carrying, you know, that trigger, but I feel like I can execute a better surprise release with a thumb trigger. And there's several out there I'm I'm messing with right now, but um, 
really, I just want to put more emphasis on back tension, surprise release. Um, not that I'm a bad shot. Um, I don't think I am, but I just feel like there's some room for improvement there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a guy that I'm working with on my shooting and investing in myself and, and just kind of working on that. So that's one big thing in the archery side. Um, as far as I have business goals, I have interpersonal goals and fitness goals. And those things are all very, very important to me. And I'm still taking the time of 2015 to kind of get those things written down so I can basically practice what I preach, if you know what I mean. Absolutely, man. I mean, that's, like you said, it. Pe- people got to realize that, you know, you can have hunting goals and you can have fitness goals, but then you've got to balance the family and the business life, you know, whatever you're, whether you're on a nine to five or you, you run a business or whatever you do, I mean, so it's it's a very complicated uh big picture and and that's that's it. I mean, we all strive to to do better all the time and man, I think I think you said it very well there as far as touching back on the mental toughness side of things, how and that's where I I feel being physically fit helps your mental toughness. I think being shooting competitively as an archer or com- challenging yourself builds confidence. And then both of those things together, you know, rolling that into hunting season, I mean, that's 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 a, a recipe for success. So, hey, man, great, great topics you hit on, great points. Um, looking forward to chatting with you more here this year. And I, I wish you nothing but success, my friend. So I want to, I guess, give you one more opportunity to, to reach out to anybody that's listening here. Where, where can they uh, Where can they find Dan Staten? Um, probably the best way is check out, uh, elkshape.com. Uh, that's just my own personal website where I keep, uh, any articles I've ever written. And I also just do my own workout journal there. Keeps me accountable. Uh, I put a lot of energy in my YouTube channel, Elk Shape, and then just social media. Look for me on Instagram. Uh, Dan, the fitness man is that. And you can find me. There you go. So, uh, we appreciate Dan. Uh, check us out. Like I said, we're going to be releasing, an episode every day this week and tomorrow's episode is going to be with Aaron Snyder. So check that one out, uh, to do a little housekeeping on this, this, uh, this back end of this session. Uh, I want to send a thank you once again to partners of the show, Hamsky Archery Solutions. Make sure you check out all their products at hamskyarchery.com. Uh, Sean and Andrew, uh, and, and Tim out there doing great things. So check them out. Uh, make sure you submit your questions for for me at Phil. To send them to Phil at ChampionshipBowHoney.com. If we select your question to be answered on one of these segments, uh, the tips from the pro shop, uh, we will be sending you a piece of gear, whether it's a hat or a shirt. So make sure you get those in. Lastly, you're going to have a few more days to pre-order the current T-shirt at at the lower price. If you get the pre-order, then uh, we're going to give you a, a discount on there. If not, the price will go up after after first of February, and we will be releasing uh, our new T-shirt design first of February. So, that being said, uh, we appreciate everyone listening, and thanks again to Dan for joining the show. And make sure you check out all the other features at ChampionshipBowHunting.com, and we'll check you guys out tomorrow.